Good morning and welcome to the Monday, January 23rd edition, 2023, of course, of Things You Might Have Heard. Uh, and yes, as the teaser graphic shows, we're going to talk about that guy. So let the hate begin in about uh, two and a half minutes or so. But we're going to get to that and uh, some others as well. We have 10 total news stories to talk to you about for the entire weekend. We covered 90 different stories, over 90 stories over the weekend posted on our feeds. And these are 10 of the top ones, 10 of the most conversation ones from the top 30 uh, all over the place. So not just top 10, so no particular order. If a story that you would have liked to have seen didn't make it, then you let us know in the comments. If a story that you see you wish we didn't talk about, same as well. And if story you didn't make it at all, you have to make sure it makes a little better showing. Make sure you're going to our feeds and making sure we know what stories you deem are as we say, conversational. Uh, you can get more details on that in about 15 minutes when we get past the headlines in just a bit. So let's get into the headlines. Remind you that you can go to our main website. This is a conversationproject.com and find out more details about what we do behind the scenes, what we want to do going forward, and to spread more hate towards me when I talk about Andrew Tate and maybe some Ed Reed Tate as uh, Ed Reed hate as well, uh, because there's some people sort of wishy on that one as well let's get into the stories as i said 10 headlines that were vetted by you and curated by me for this morning's uh broadcast story number one we're going to get to andrew tate in a minute but first what's probably the most important the most um impactful story of the morning is the headline that we have here standoff in torrance says please find van linked to lunar new year mass shooting uh this escalated very quickly and went through an entire weekend where we found out the details of the story. That van that they found, then when they breached it, they found a man with a self-inflicted gun wound who had killed himself, who was responsible for two uh, two attempted uh, mass shooting incidents. One, which did happen, and another one, which was thwarted uh, because of some very fast-acting people. Now, what we know about the whole suspect is a um, a um, man of Asian descent who uh, who frequented some of these these places. They were dance halls and gathering places of older Asian people during the Lunar New Year celebration. Came in and basically started firing. He he, he got a chance to um, be extremely deadly at one place, killing ten people and injuring ten others in one spot. And then at the second location, about thirty miles away, he was able to um, try to attempt the same fate again, only to be thwarted by the people there. As we said later on in the weekend, they found the van in Torrance. When they breached the van, they eventually saw that it was um, um, unoccupied by a living person at that point. Uh, police initially said when they had the police conference that people were safe to celebrate their Chinese New Year uh, going forward at that time, and they were essentially correct. We'll find more details and have more details for this going forward. Uh, there's a lot of coverage right now. Right now, some of the news stations seen in as somebody live on the scene. Don Lemon is there reporting live there because... It's a mass shooting, a big, big deal. Um, there was also other mass shootings of the weekend. There was a, a shooting at a nightclub in Baton Rouge. It's got some attention later on from Sunday morning. Uh, but we'll talk mass shootings plenty this week, I'm sure, as we go through the details. No real motive as to why this happened, other than just being disgruntled and jealous of someone. But we'll know more about this as we get more details and more time. We don't have a lot of time to pull these things for in the morning. And now the moment you've all been waiting for your hate can begin in three, two, Andrew Tate, Romanian court extends police detention for influencer and brother. That's it. The Romanian court is extending the detention for Andrew Tate and his brother after being picked up for um, showing themselves via the pizza boxes in the background of their videos or the pictures they were trying to teasing at 
uh, Greta Thunberg uh, having that happen. Tate was arrested last month when his house was raided and his lawyers argued prosecutors had not presented any new evidence to actually arrest them or to keep them there. What they're what they're arrested for? Essentially trafficking. That's basically what they were arrested for, trafficking, which is bad everywhere, but um, an easy pickup wherever you are to basically keep you down there. And essentially in Romania, they have uh, courts that don't quite work like ours, and he may be locked up for a while because they feel like it. Andrew Tate Hate can now end in three, two. Our next story, Germany ready to let Poland send leopard tanks to Ukraine. Now, this is kind of a weird thing because the United States says that Ukraine needs tanks, but they don't want to send our tanks. M1 Abrams tanks are way too complicated, way take too much effort. Uh, they run on jet fuel, which is in short supply. So a good thing to use are the Leopard tanks that are produced by Germany, but Germany has to sign off on them. And Germany so far has not. In fact, Poland, which also uses those tanks and is right there, is ready to hand over tanks and train the Ukrainians for them to keep the Russians at bay. But Germany had to basically sign off on this. Germany right now basically right about ready to sign off on this. So more heavy weapons, more actual weapons going to Ukrainians fairly soon once Germany actually signs the paperwork and Poland is able to lease, lend, hand over some of their leopard tanks to the Ukrainians to for their efforts. Uh, in February, it'll be a full year for this war, and it's going to be it's going to be interesting how this thing plays out. Now, let's see how, well, we don't see how it played out. It played out pretty poorly for Ed Reed and Bethune-Cookman, who are no longer in love with each other. After uh, failing to have a contract come together, Ed Reed will not be the head football coach of Bethune-Cookman's football team. Now, this is something that a lot of people have a lot of heartburn over for various reasons. Number one, it's a continuation of the uh, complaints that um, were levied by one Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Prime, who spent a, a year down in Jackson, put Jackson on the map, brought real recruits, as he would say, down to Jackson, and then took his talents up to some up to the Northwest because um, he says they didn't have the facilities, the HBCUs didn't have the mentality, they just did not know how to compete. Ed Reed came in saying the same thing for Bethune-Cookman and then apologized. And then sort of unapologize. <coughs> Whatever that means. And then had the contract revoked where he's no longer going to coach for the team. So despite Bethune-Cookman having the final football coach and having to go through a bit of a PR kerfuffle for this one, there's still the talk about the HBCUs. These are historically black colleges and universities, if you will. Colleges that play on a different track. Now, back in the long days when... Um, us colored folks didn't get a chance to go to the big colleges. These were a staple of communities that allowed black people to get education and basically anyone marginalized. Right now, I work for HBCU and essentially we are a way for marginalized people to get an education and get a leg up. It's there. It's there. They're not meant to be uh, Harvard or Yale or the state universities. They're meant to be someplace for people who need a little extra help to get that. Unfortunately, you get a stigma of places that need a little extra help, and that's what we dealt with for the athletics departments. These aren't schools that spend a lot of money on football because football is actually what makes money for the schools. These are schools that spend enough money on football because you got to have a football team. It is what it is. We'll see how this one plays out, What whether Ed Reed does take another job someplace or whether Bethune-Cookman gets another chance at a big Hall of Fame type coach anytime soon. That chances are probably low. Here's an interesting one that happened over the weekend. This happened basically Friday. Disney patrons flocked to Splash Mountain last ride before shutdown. 
Um, Disney's um, Splash Mountain is going to shut down come Tuesday, I believe. I think it's tomorrow is the last day it is. might be today. But Splash Mountain, uh, the popular ride from the 80s, which is um, inspired by the popular movie from the 40s, which is, of course, Song of the South, which was popular but rather controversial. We'll get to the controversy in a moment. It's shutting down and going to be re- um, basically re-emphasized, rebranded, if you will, uh, under Tiana and the fr the frog, the princess and the frog theme. Why? Because even though Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox are sort of folksy mountain type, you know, country type folk in the story of Splash Mountain, the actual origins of them and their stories come from the song, the movie Song in the South, which is uh, essentially a weird sort of allegation of whitewashing of slavery and Annie Battle, um Southern stuff, where a magic Negro type character like Uncle Remus tells stories to white children about um, morality using uh, animals. In fact, there's some stories that got cut from the movie because, you know, even they realized this was a little too racist for the times. And it was, of course, the 40s. So Song of Self got a bit of revival back in the 70s and early 80s, where we started, started singing Zippity Doodah all the time, which we no longer do because Song of the South. But what we're having here is Splash Mountain, the very, very popular ride at Disney Parks, is not going away. It's changing its name. It's being rebranded and being rewokened, if you will, for the times. And so people are doing all they can to ride it before it shuts down and they lose its luster of being about Br'er Fox and Br'er Rabbit, as opposed to being about Tiana and the Frog Princess. Prince, Princess, Prince, Princess, Prince I. Next story, Georgia parent, alpha, Google parent, can't read that one, Google parent alphabet to cut 12,000 jobs, citing economic reality, that's a quote, in latest big tech, uh, tech, tech layoffs. So what we're seeing is, while everybody's afraid to say recession, we're seeing the signs of a recession or sign of economic downturn as all the big companies are laying off large numbers of people. 12,000, that's one, two, and three zeros, is a lot of people. And Alphabet, Google, uh, has people all over the world. So this is a, basically a global cut. This is not necessarily everybody in Chino Hills. This is a, a cut from across various companies, various smaller companies, various divisions, various places across the world. So overall, it's a big number and a big part of their workforce. But it, what's really the thing is that they're all doing it. All of the tech companies are doing, all the large companies are doing, all the big economic firms are laying people off. In a time where they're saying they can't get enough people to work at places, they're also laying off a lot of people, so, which seems like a, a contradictory term of, of each other. But the issues are people aren't co coming into low paying waging jobs, low wage paying jobs, if you will. But the jobs that pay a little bit more and should be more uh, stable are being lost because lack of revenue. That's how the economy works. Uh, we shall see how this works and if those people will rebound. A lot of people doing gig type stuff and double stuff and people doing extra things. So some of these folks won't have much to worry about. Many people will be picked up by some other firms to pay well as well. But we'll see with the large numbers of people being cut out at a time. That's a big sign, a big major sign of bad things to come. We hope that they are not. Let's go to the next story which is on Alec Baldwin. And this gets confusing. Alec Baldwin will not face charges for shooting of Russ director. He is going to face charges for shooting the Russ armorer. That is the deal. So there are two people who were actually shot on the set of Russ, um, I guess about a year or so ago. 
and Alec Baldwin in the news last week for being charged. Surprisingly, not out of the blue, may may face five years if prosecutors go well with this thing uh, for the shooting death of the armorer uh, who was shot on the thing. Also charged was um, Hannah Gutierrez Reed. Um, actually, I'm, I'm saying this wrong. The armor it, it will also be charged. Um, but as far as for the director, he will not be charged for that shooting in there. Read the story, go in the links because it gets real confusing to figure out who's doing what, who's where, and where, wherever, and how legal things are going. He is going to get charged in one shooting and not in the other. It, it, it makes sense if you make sense of it, if you will. Entry to Machu Picchu suspended amid unrest in Peru. I saw a news report on CNN um, weeks ago about all the craziness going on in Peru. There's, there is um, protest. There is um, outrage. There is uprising in the streets. And a, a, a tourist who was just there trying to go to see Machu Picchu with his fiance and had been basically sitting in his hotel room for about a week because A, he couldn't go out in the streets and B, he couldn't get out of the country. Eventually got out of the country about three or four days after that. Um, right now, they have officially shut off all entry to touristy spots, including Machu Picchu, because of all the unrest in Peru. Uh, we are sending thoughts, prayers, love, and all the positive vibes you can that something can be done to remedy the situation down there. We want peace and love as many places as possible. Uh, right now, there's a whole lot of only we can say is crazy happening down there as they are trying to work through their political issues. And it turns into, unfortunately, people in the streets, mass protests, a lot of chaos, and we hope they get some clearance fairly soon. Jeremy Reiner, the actor, says he broke 30, more than 30 bones in the snowpaw accident. We're now getting more details on what's happened with Jerry Reiner. Um, we're hearing from other folks, we have stories about other folks saying He's probably in worse shape than, than, than he appears. Uh, he's probably not going to be able to walk for a while, if not ever. It was a very bad accident. So what we're hearing from him is that in the actual accident, he broke more than 30 bones, which is hard to believe that 30 bones in, in, in place, but that's what happened. And he's going to be uh, up on his up off, off his feet for right now. He suffered blunt chest trauma and orthopedics injuries and was in critical condition, but his stable was, was treated in intensive care. He is uh, convalescing fairly well at this point, and we just have to see what's happening. Of course, we had the story. I don't think we actually put it in on our report, but I'm actually changing the um, posters for his actual show where it had him bloodied face uh, to not being bloodied face based on the accident, based on the results. Uh, we will see how that show mayor of um, of of uh, Westerville or whatever. Um, I know I can't pull the name on my head right now that uh, premieres, I think, this week. So the new series, new um, season that premieres this week, I believe, uh, going forward. And we'll see how we'll go forward with Jeremy Reiner and his career. And finally, Jim Matrick Mac Mc 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 McInvale. Say that three times fast. Places $2 million bet on Cowboys 49ers game. He bet $2 million on the Cowboys to upset the 49ers, who were the favorite in the game last night. Guess what? 49ers pulled it off. So that means coming up next weekend for your um, championship rounds, you will have the, the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will actually host the Cincinnati Bengals, which will not be the first neutral site game for the Bills and the Chiefs. 
and the 49ers are going to end up hosting the Eagles, I believe. And so we will see what looks like to be a Bengals-Eagles sort of Super Bowl with people sort of leaning towards. Not so much 49ers and not so much the Chiefs, although they are the ones that have to be beat first. We'll see how that plays out. But right now, we'll see how things play out for the actual uh, thing. into the studio there we go hello let's move on to our teaser story for the day this is a story that we could talk about if you decide you know it's worthy of chatting up and you do that by following us on our feeds our feeds are on facebook and twitter facebook.com slash this is a conversation and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation and you just engage in the stories like love hate share whatever it is that you think about it you do that we're going to post it now, now that my video's back up. And what we have is Scooby-Doo spinoff Velma becomes worst rated animated show in IMDb history. Now, at this point, we're just basically piling on on Velma. Velma has been declared a very, very bad show, a very, very poor accounting uh, of the Scooby-Doo franchise, and a lot of just craziness that people thought, uh, you know, making it more adult would uh, attract more adults to it. And it's just basically made it bad because the adults want Scooby-Doo to be Scooby-Doo, not some weird sort of alleman of wokeness and, and crazy racial um, equality, which should be fine, except it's not all, it's also not a very good show, apparently. What do you want to think of? What do you think about it? What do you want to do you want to talk about it? Mouth's working too fast. What do you think about that? Do you want to talk about that? Follow us on our feeds and let me know how we can do that going forward. If you want to check it up, we'll be happy the chat that one up with you right now let's go to our sponsors thing you can go to our main website this is a conversation project.com and click on the sponsors page and see various of our sponsors you can also just go to this one right here this is a conversation project.com slash robin hood we are spotlighting robin hood today because robin hood is uh, a great way to get into the game of investing now you don't have to bet all your money on game stock that's a bad idea you don't need to buy a whole lot of crypto. That's a worse idea. But what you can do is put away a little bits of money using this app and not and bypass the brokers and do it yourself into a certain point of view. Now, you can do all of the research you want. You can buy Kramer's research, which is also a bad idea. You can do whatever you want to to try to figure out what you want to buy, but you can buy as much or as little of a stock as you want to. You buy fractional stocks to get into things. And as the market eventually rebounds, because it will eventually rebound, you will find it in your way into the market already playing yourself well. There's also plenty of other ways that Robinhood's trying to make you money, including one of the highest paying um, savings accounts and mark money market accounts that are out there in the markets. And of course, if you own a stock, you can actually share that stock. You can loan it out to other people as they buy their shares of stock, making a little bit of profit off of that as well. Check it out at this is the conversation project.com slash Robinhood. This is an affiliate link. So if you want to go there, it will cost you nothing more to use it. Plus, they're still giving away a free stock. That still happens at Robinhood. This is the conversationproject.com, our website, our home, where you can find out more about the conversation project. Uh, we're having a bit of a stumble today, so apologies for that. But thank you so much for getting this far with us today and seeing the great things and sometimes not so great things behind the scenes. This is why we have the sponsorships and the partnerships page, because we can use a little help in your 
with from you from cases to keep things going here and keep things flowing a little bit better. We also have other projects, other uh, things we produce, such as the weekly wrap up and the You're Welcome conversational podcast. You can see more about those things going on as well. And of course, get this thing as a podcast that's just audio or as a video if you're just listening to the audio and also as a newsletter. Find out where at the podcast home, the home for the conversation project. This is the conversation project. Com. Now we go on to the fun stuff for the morning, and that is the Today Things, starting off with Today Things birthdays, January 23rd birthdays for these three people, starting off with Richard Dean Anderson, yes, MacGyver, yes, the colonel from um, Stargate, 73 years old on the day, the OG of doing things with a pocket knife and gum and uh, barbed wire is kicking it at 73 years old today. Happy birthday to Mariska Hartigay, of course, of SVU version of Law and Order, Dong Dong, 59 years old today. And Tiffany, don't call her Amber Thiessen, is 49 years old on the day. Happy birthday to good old Kelly Kapowski. Today is Measure Your Feet Day. And this was one of the more, you know, saner things we had to choose from for a celebration of the day. Why is it Measure Your Feet Day? Why is it January 23rd? No one really knows. But what you do on Measure Your Feet Day is you measure your feet. You take a little time to take a little care of your feet. Now, there's a couple reasons why this. Number one, many people really don't have a good handle on their feet, their shoe size, and they're wearing shoes that are too tight, too big, whatever. And so if you measure your feet properly today, you will have a vein on, you know, what size shoe you should wear. Also, for people like myself, I suffer from diabetes, type 2 diabetic is to be ex uh, exact. And Feet are a very important thing. So as you measure your feet, you take a little time to check out your feet, how your feet doing. Sometimes feet get left out of the checkout because they're, you know, way down there. Um, take a little time to measure your feet, check on your feet, and just be kind to your feet. Moisturize, if you will, because uh, they could use a little bit of moisture, I'm sure. Now, one more thing. One more thing you might not have heard for today. A team of researchers at the Flavor Research and Education Center at the University of Minnesota. Yes, there's a Flavor Research and Education Center at the University of Minnesota. Took a serious look at why people prefer white bread to whole wheat, despite the darker loaves proven health benefits. Maybe. The answer, the smell. The flavor scientists took samples of wheat bread and white bread and ran them through a series of smelling tests. The bran in the wheat bread contains furic acid, which gave off, quote, malty, earthy, cucumber, fatty smells, unquote. White bread smells like, quote, corn chips, potatoes, caramel, and flowers, unquote. That's a bit of a stretch, I would say, but um, basically, I, I get it. Basically, white bread smells prettier than wheat bread. Okay, we got gotcha. you. White bread smells prettier than wheat bread. Not sure it smells like potatoes and flowers, but okay. And with that, we bid the morning adieu for this actual program. It is Monday, January 23rd, 2023 edition of Things You Might Have Heard is now in the books. I am still Jay Cleveland Payne, giving you the business of the business of new stuff. If you like the stuff we read off to you today, then let us know. If you didn't like the stuff we read off today, let us know. If you want to send me Andrew Tate hate, by all means, let me know. Uh, we are here five days a week, Monday through Friday. For the rest of the week, we'll give you eight news stories. That's Tuesday through Friday, eight news stories from the top 30 
from the top 15 of 30 stories that would get throughout the day. We only get about 30 stories a day. So with 90 so for the weekend, we gave you two more extra. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us for this day and for the rest of the weeks that we are going to just assume you're going to show. We're just going to assume you're going to be here. Make sure you're staying hydrated, staying limber, and staying on task for all the grand things that you are put on this earth to do in this year, 2023 and beyond. Uh, make sure you're up to the task because we need you to do them. I am going to get to work. You should as well. We will get to more of these stories tomorrow. Let me know what we're talking about. Just go to the feeds and you let me know what stories we're chatting up tomorrow morning.